Blog Talk Radio. Oh yeah, man. Dance choreography, man. I um, I teach uh, I teach kids all the way up to adults dancing. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm uh mainly hip hop. I know a little bit of everything. I dibble and dabble a little, a little sauce, a little beat going. Okay. okay. You know, uh, bachata type of stuff. Yeah. But I mainly do hip hop. Okay. So. So so sometimes people they they I guess for, even from my community because bachata is a little bit different, man. How yeah. do like how do you how do you make that to a point to where it's um, not as weird or something that, that people can relate to. You know what I'm saying? Like you working in hip hop. Like? So you dancing in hip hop and mm-hmm. people know you mainly for hip hop, mm-hmm. but then you go into bachata and, you know, some people may not understand the style of dance and things like that, yeah. but you bring a whole new style to it because your style is smooth, man. Right, you yeah. always been a smooth dancer. I'm, I'm more of a, like a, a groover. A groover. Yeah, okay. I'm like I'm very good at grooving. You see, yeah. I grew up in like the house party era. Yeah. Like, where you don't really have house parties no more, but you know, like I'm 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 an eighties baby. Dang, I never thought about that. But we like you know, I have my older brother's like ten years older than me, my older sister's like six years older than me, so I was the youngest in the household and they was teenagers and having like these house parties, I'm the only kid in there and I'm in this party with all these teenagers and I'm like just dancing. So I never really took class, I'm a self taught dancer. Mm-hmm choreographer I learned by just looking like you know 
you know, back then we didn't have like YouTube and yeah. Instagram and all that type yeah. stuff. My class was looking at videos. So Missy Ellie video come on, I'm just looking at all the dancing and like, man, this is dope. I want to dance like uh, dude named Mr. Wiggles was on there killing me. Uh. I, mean, I want to dance like him. I grew up on like, uh, what's his name? Um, MC Hammer was like big to me. A lot of people was like, man, Michael Jackson, but I really looked at MC Hammer was like, his energy, like he always danced. I looked up a lot of MC Hammer, yeah. had the Hammer pants, had the Hammer doll and all that type of stuff, man. So, yeah, 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 that's dope, man. That's dope. So, like, uh, I was wondering, do you have like, as far as the music that you dance to, is there like any go tos, like whether it be genre, artist, or anything like that? Man, for me, what really catches me is the beat, man, the feel of the music. Like, some, some songs are like, some people be feeling, but the beat just ain't catching me. Right. Like, what, what I'd like to dance to is, like, is the beat, man. The beat is what really grabs me from jump. You can, right when you hear a dope beat, you be like, okay, man, that's fine. Yeah. I want to <laughs> do something like that. Some beats don't catch you like that, man, but, like, it's mainly the beat and the lyrics I can play with, but I mainly listen to that beat first. And it, it, I feel it. I'm sorry. Go ahead, go ahead. Uh, uh, do you feel like you can dance to anything? Yeah, I can. I can dance to anything. I done. I, I literally dance to anything, like salsa music, country music, jazz music. What about like contemporary? Like, contemporary yeah. music. I done some contemporary pieces, like you know, because you were dancing. So growing up in that world, mm-hmm. a lot of people like if you can catch on like that. Like I'm very good at like seeing it, and I catch on to it. So if you show me something, I can get it. Like I learned how to backflip by just looking at yeah. somebody do a backflip, and I was like, okay. Do that again for me. Let me see. And I'm, my brain, like, I'm, I'm like, downloading the body yeah, movement. Mm-hmm. I'm studying what you're doing. The cartwheel, the jump off the feet, like, and I'm just like, okay, let me try. I might mess up a couple of times, but then I'm going to get it. Like, okay, that it? And mm-hmm. once I got that feeling, I got it. So right. you're, basically, you're basically saying that you're, like, a visual learning type. Yeah, so visual learning, but then I got to, it. like, I got to do it a couple of times so my body got to go through it as well. So oh. you can see it. But then, like, your body ain't never done this. So your, your brain got it and your eyes see it. You loaded it up in your, your mind. But now you want to put your body through it physically. So you really can get down with it. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Sorry, it looks sound like some Matrix type stuff. Yeah. You know, like, you know, how they download the yeah. files and stuff. Yeah. I see it and I can do it, man. That's just that's how God bless you. That's one of my That's a great way to put it, too. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, and I, I watch your videos, too, with your sons and, and you teaching other youth, like, how, what's the challenge? I mean, because not everybody got rhythm. Not everybody got yeah, the groove. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, how is that like for you though? Like, do you get frustrated? My kids. I mean, not not just only your kids, but the people that you teach that have no rhythm man, and things like that. With dancing and teaching, you gotta have patience, man. Yeah. If I didn't have patience, man, I wouldn't be teaching nobody. Yeah, yeah. And man, some kids like you think the simplest move that you do. You think they okay? This is this gonna be simple? It'd be the hardest move for somebody. Yeah. Some yeah. some people can catch on to something difficult, easier than they can something easy. Like how you not getting this? Yeah. Like some of my kids can't even do the running man. Dang. The running man is like, and some of the uh, like teenagers and even <laughs> grown women that I be teaching can't do the running man. Dang. And I'm like, damn, how you? Okay, you, so you don't you know do? how to do it at all. Yeah. So they just like, <laughs> what were you doing in the 90s, man? They struggling. Man. Like, other stuff, they can do the Roger Rabbit and catch Oh, uh, yeah. Like, yeah. you bust out the runner, man. They's like, okay, this is it's not clicking. Uh, have you seen Have you seen that change in somebody to where, like, oh, they finally can do the running, man? Like, yeah, man, they just got to keep doing it. Oh, okay. Like, man, just keep going over and over. Gotcha. Mess up. 
get all the mess ups out the way. Yeah. So when your body go over to the end, you already know like what not to do because you didn't mess up. And I told you like that's not how you do it. Yeah, yeah. Just slowly break it down for them. Go slow. And then once they got it, be like, okay, now did you feel? Did you feel this? What your body going through? Yeah. Keep that same feeling. Do it over and over and over again. Yeah. It's gonna become muscle memory. Yeah. And next thing you know, your body gonna go right to it. Without you even thinking about it, because your body already knows what to do. Gotcha. Yeah, the music is gonna be like, man, I don't even, I'm not even thinking about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right and then you got it. Yeah. yeah. I've always so, wanted. Uh, oh my bad. No, go uh, ahead. <laughs> so uh, I know that being a creative, like being in a field where you gotta use like your human body, you might have people run up on you and be like, hey. Bust the move real quick for me, bro. So, like, have you ever had any moments like that? Man, every time, man. It's people still to this day. People I went to school with, like, hey, bro, I used to go, he used to kill, bro, do something real quick one time for me. I'm like, man, I don't think. Like, I got my kids here with me, man. I'm in the middle of the mall, bro. I can't look for some shoes. I ain't coming here to have no, just have no show, bro. You can catch me here, though. I got some videos you can go check out or something. Yeah, but, yeah. But, I mean, sometimes, man, you just got to let people have what, I mean, just get that feeling. They want to just, like, bro, I never see you. All right, let me do something real quick. Yeah. But majority of the time, I really don't do that. It's like, it's stupid. Yeah. Hey, man, do this. Like, just real. <laughs> I'm just right. do something real quick for me. Just watch this. Yeah. <laughs> like, so, have you ever had a chance to, like, dance in a music video or anything? Yeah, man. Um, uh, if y'all, y'all know the Hamptons? No, sure. The Hampton Brothers. They're like, they're, they're this white couple. They're from, I think they're from here. Are they from here? Oh, the Hansons. The Hansons. Hansons. Oh, Hansons. Hansons. Yeah, 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 yeah. My bad. Yeah, uh, Hansons. Yeah, yeah. The Hansons, bro. I was yeah. in, I was in both their videos, man. Mm-hmm. I've done, um, I've, I've done like some extra stuff on movies. Uh, it's a movie coming out on, um, on Netflix. It's called Full Out Two. I'd be like a little extra in there. I didn't really do dancing, but I was in, I was an extra in the movie, so that nice. was cool. Yeah. But, yeah, man. Some videos I helped like choreograph some stuff. I done, I done a lot of stuff with like a bunch of big name dancers. Y'all see like Keita. Y'all know Keita. Y'all know uh, the dude to be dancing dance. in his kitchen. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah he's like he's like one of the youngest kids. Like, yeah, just he killing the game uh-huh, right now. Uh huh. Uh huh. to the left yeah. twins and all them man. They they fire. And you and your crew, um, um, uh, man, yeah, the production, yeah. Manny, 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 yeah, Manny, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Manny. the production, man. And mm-hmm. I know that y'all travel and y'all go like, I mean, go pretty much. Is it where's the Paul Mitchell? Paul Mitchell dance. Now, Paul Mitchell is, uh, they, they be, dance. um, they sponsoring Word of Dance. World of Dance. So, yeah, they make up artists and hairstyles be there at the events. And they yeah. do your hair and stuff for free at them events. But, uh, yeah, we just, um, you know, we kind of partnered up with the, Word of, with the Word of Dance. Yeah. And now the NBA. So, we just came from doing the halftime show to Dallas Mavericks two times. Yeah. That's so, that nice. was, uh, the, the, um, the Christmas show we did. Mm-hmm. And then they brought us back for the, um, the Martin Luther King tribute. Nice, nice, So, we just nice. did that. Yeah. In, uh, in Dallas for the for the Dallas Mavericks, so they they liking us right now. So yeah. now we we got our foot in the NBA door now. Yeah, man. And now you gonna be seeing us in on the Thunder's court. Cool. Man. Like we trying to go to the Lakers court. We yeah. Trying to just go everywhere yeah. else and yeah. be in there now. Yeah, all around America, man. Yeah, man. And cool. and Lucius and his wife, they have a lot of videos on YouTube, Facebook. Yeah. I mean, uh, man, just all over the place. So I'm gonna mm-hmm. put y'all on to Lucius and his wife, man. Uh, your, your wife's name one more time. Lily, but her name is Lily. Alicia. Okay, Lily. Go by Lily. Okay. Both of, both of y'all dance? Yeah, I met her through okay. dancing. Okay. We used cool. to dance together um, in high school to um, my first dance crew I was ever on. It was called Let It Be Known. I met at the North Maybe. And then 
We started dancing together. And next thing you know, we married with five kids. Yeah. So, they just had a baby girl, too, y'all. Yeah. Like, it's I got, Yeah. I have five kids by the same woman. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody else, like, bro, so I mean, uh, Yeah, at least baby mama, yeah. you got. Yeah. Man, we went to the doctor one time, and she was like, so, is this the, <laughs> the father of all the kids? She was like, because I ain't never. It's, it's rare it's, now. Yeah, you know, yeah, really yeah, yeah. I'm like, yes, all the kids are mine. I'm not. Yeah. Oh, man. So man, did you uh did you pop lock and drop in, into her heart, man? Like how like did you pull a dance move off in order to get her or man when she first seen me she thought I was Asian. <laughs> like my I don't know. She thought I was like a black Asian kid. Oh like, yeah. Like they used to have these um lock ins at uh Ben Hill. You know, Ben Hill used to have these lock ins all the time. And I had like real long hair, so when my hair was like down oh, to my okay. shoulders, I wore okay. these long braids. Okay. And my eyes is like real like uh-huh. thin or whatever, yeah. like, like uh-huh. slanted. Yeah. In so, a way. Yeah, yeah. So she thought I was Asian and black for some reason. I'm like, what the heck? Yeah. But nah. <laughs> but yeah, man. But she liked the way I move and stuff like that. Yeah. So she was like, yeah, I was feeling you like when I seen you. That's dope. I was like, okay. That's dope. So have you ever thought about like um, doing um, what was that show um? Sort of like another show, so you think you did like stuff like that? Yeah, so you think we um I actually auditioned for that show a few times. Okay. Me and me and my uh, whole crew, a lot of us went on there and made it. To, we, didn't, we didn't get to make the, the show. Three, four. Go ahead, my bad. Oh, we didn't get to make it like all the way on the show. <laughs> yeah. Because it's like, man, when you when when you understand how the show works and stuff, it's like it's so many dancers trying to go, but when they in a certain city, they pick like certain. When they okay, say if they come to Tulsa, they're looking for like okay, at this Tulsa we gonna only get like ten hip hop dancers. We only gonna pick ten mm-hmm. contemporary so dancers. Be a real rare yeah, so if I'm like, if they already like had all these people before me, and they already mm-hmm. picked like they first ten, they already got. Now everybody else is gonna be coming up there dancing. Yeah, just yeah. yeah, yeah. So they don't know that, but I'm just up there like yeah. I'm number four hundred. Yeah, but right. they already picked like ten a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm yeah. up there just killing it. Yeah. Unless Unless I do something that they just ain't seen and just yeah. caught their eye. Yeah. Because everybody before me probably going to do the same type of stuff. Yeah. Similar to it or whatever. They're like, well, we already got this. Got to drop we're out pick, Yeah, the next 10 we're going to pick is in Chicago when we go to Chicago. Uh, type of stuff. So yeah. every city they get they, a certain amount. Those dances, don't nobody know that, but yeah, know. I didn't, I didn't okay, know that, man. I told you. Yeah, <laughs> they're gonna come for me. Yeah. <laughs> and they comedians, man. Him and his wife are hilarious too, man. So y'all gotta check out. I gotta put y'all on to their videos and what they do. But um, now they got five. The whole team, they got a whole basketball squad yeah, now, man. Five now, man. Yeah, so it's it's good to just see them growing. Working um, so. And, and so just before you go, man, um, so tell us a little bit about what's happening in November. What's happening? For November, you? Um, yeah. Right now we have, a, um, I'm a part of this thing called Sweat Fest. Mm-hmm. It's a lady named Athena Cosby in Oklahoma City. She puts together this, um, this dance fitness thing. She puts together a bunch of uh, dance fitness instructors. Like, it depends on how I many, like the first one we just did, it was, in, uh, it was last Saturday in Oklahoma City. So we're going to end, we might end in November. I don't know how long it's going to go, but mm-hmm. November is the, the Jamaica one, but we started off in Oklahoma City. Oh, okay, okay. So, so it's a traveling. dance fitness tour oh, okay. that we're doing. So, because okay. I have my own dance fitness tour uh, thing that I started called nice. Sweat Jam. Okay. That's all me. It's on yeah. YouTube. You can check yeah. that out. Sweat Jam, no space. Just Sweat Jam. Oh. That's exactly what we're doing. we sweating and we jamming. Yeah. Same time. Yeah. So that's what the tour is about, man. we in Oklahoma City. The next one. 
is uh, on the 22nd of February. It's going to be in Austin, Texas. Then wow. after that is Memphis, and then Atlanta. Wow. And then we got LA, New York. You know, we yeah. have Virginia, Detroit. Yeah. And we trying to work. We trying to get this overseas one going. Yeah. In the UK, so we already got the Jamaica. So this this year about to yeah. be good, man. The dance fitness is a whole nother. It's the same as dancing, but it's like it's a different ball game. It's yeah. the same thing. So it was making it so easy because I'm a dance choreographer. Yeah. So making fitness routines up is nothing. Yeah, just lift your leg yeah. up. Yeah. Because I teach. <laughs> yeah, I have a class right now. I got a class tonight actually. Uh-huh. Uh At the at the her family studio, the menu them. Yeah, yeah, menu yeah. Studio. Yeah, yeah. I teach on their Thursdays from 7 to 8. And tomorrow I have my own class. Again, sweat jam at the dance point on yeah. Fridays. But on Monday, Tuesday, and Saturday, I'm at the, I teach at Lifetime then, um, oh. Lifetime Fitness. Oh, man. Yeah. And see, um, that's what I, I really wanted to, like, push and, and expose to the team is, like, it's, it didn't happen overnight for you, right? What? The, the, um, the, the dancing? I mean, where you are today, like, it did right not happen. no. no. You had to continually learn, grow, push, and yeah. do what you had to do, right? I started waving like the sixth grade. My, my, I seen my homeboy. He was like playing around with it, waving through his body. Mm-hmm. He was a heavy set dude. Yeah. So I was like, man, this dude is like killing. It. I don't even know if he really can dance like that, but he knew how to wave and it looked clean to me. So I was like, man, I want. And he kind of showed me. He just broke it down. Like he just like showed me, and I yeah. was like, okay. You know, a lot of people you need to break it down for, but yeah. like I said, I could catch on like that. Yeah. So he shot. Uh- he got me. PK I was on man. PK trying over there. Yeah, man. So I've been doing it ever since then. <laughs> That's dope. That's dope. So uh, once again, man, um, let people know where they can find you. Like, where can they search? Man, I'm on Instagram. It's Lucius underscore LT. I have a sweat jam on Instagram. It's at sweat jam. Yep. Um, you know, Facebook is Lucius Thomas. Um, my YouTube is the Thomas Squad, which I drop concept videos on that. Which y'all be seeing a lot more right now. I got like Old Town Road concept video yeah, I put on. Yeah, I saw that. And I did um, what's the case? It's like a little short film. Oh, how what? I bless, yeah. Okay. How I be making I them is like that. I want to do them. Not just like the normal, come in the studio and let's shoot a dance yeah. routine. I want to like make it a short like dance film type yeah. of thing. Yeah. So I got them two up on the on that's on the Thomas Squad YouTube channel. Okay. So I got the Thomas Squad YouTube channel. And I have Sweat Jam YouTube channel, which Dang. is my dance fitness. How do you put all that content out, man? man like, golly. My wife helps me a lot, man. She like over my my social media a lot. Dang. So, cause I'll be out there busy, man. You need somebody. Oh yeah, team, somebody man. at the house by yeah, yourself is yeah, stressful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you got somebody else is like, okay, doing all the, the, the like the, the stuff on social media, yeah. like getting the pictures ready for you. How you look? How you, I tell her what I want up. She put it up at a certain time or whatever. I tell her, but. Yeah, man. Y'all got a good squad together, man, yeah, doing man. what y'all doing. Yeah. So, she's the main reason I kind of started the sweat jam. Okay, for real. Yeah, because, okay. you know, it's, you know, a lot of people don't want to, like, go to the gym to work out. I mean, they go to the gym, but they don't want to do, like, a cardio to lose weight. They don't want to be running on treadmill just in place for a long time. So, my wife lose, like, every kid, she starts dancing and she lose all their weight. So mm. she'd be like in the 200 pounds or something. Yeah. Get down in the 120s from just dancing. Dancing, dang. That's so dope. I was like, well, let me just start just doing dance, yeah. fitness type of stuff. Too. Yeah. So that was really kind of like, like, you know, Got put you a there. big spark in my mind to do it. So yeah. That's, so now she's ready to get back into classes now to get going. So it's because, man, you sweat a lot, man. Yeah. Like when you come to the class, you check it out, you don't sweat a lot. You just can't give up on yourself, man. Some people come. And be like, this I can't do it. Yeah, Give yeah. Up on itself. like you just it's your first day. You're not supposed to be. <laughs> yeah, the, the bomb. Yeah, like, the yeah. master yeah. dancer at the end of yeah. this class. 
So even if you can't dance, so like, is it? Is it like you just have to take it seriously, or can you just come for the for fun? In my dance fitness class, yeah, like dance fitness class. Is, if you're trying to like, some people come for the fun, some people come for like fun and to lose weight. I mean, cause yeah. it's gonna be tiring because I keep you going. Yeah, we in there for a whole hour. Dang. So we dancing for a whole hour. So like for a whole hour, we dance like 15, 16 songs. So they like, oh, you gotta get this dance move right. It's just no, do man, it. If you mess it up, you you who cares? Yeah. yeah, like we in there, you in there have fun. As long as you move it. Your body's doing something. You yeah. sweating. Yeah. So you're going to sweat all this off, man. I got this one girl. She's a big, she's a tall, heavyset girl in my lifetime fitness class. And she only came to my class for a week. Like, and she'd she be in there like, um, not the full hour because she do other stuff. She'd like yeah. work out my class, stay for like 35 minutes or something, and she'd leave. But she just came up to me the other day like, man, I was in your class for a few days. And like, when I, I, I weighed myself and I lost like nine pounds. Wow. That's just in this week. Yeah, and she like she not even going like full out just yeah it. she just moves yeah like, I'm on stage yeah. like going out cause I'm up here in front of everybody yeah. Yeah. but she like way in the back and I be checking it out and she like y'all lost like nine pounds That's so this dope. is like really working for me yeah she like and it's fun to do I, I ain't got to run on this yeah. treadmill I yeah. can actually like dance to like up to date music some ninety music I be yeah. having yeah mix up everything you just jamming out yeah. Dancing. Now Lucy's Lucy's is one, he's cool people, but then too, he like he got a strategy behind everything he do, man. So it's yeah, just man. like that's why I appreciate him. Just been watching him growing up and doing his thing, him and his wife and kids, like got the kids dancing, so I'm just like, Man, we gotta we gotta promote him. Gotta yeah, gotta man, shout him out, man. Things, man. Yeah, so one thing we do ask all of our guests to do is to share some words of wisdom, something that like we can hold on to it. Even our listeners out there in their cars, like what's something that we can hold on to on a daily basis, man? Man, first of all, man, give God thanks no matter what. Wake up, give God thanks every morning, mm-hmm. man. Because he's the reason for the season. He's the reason why we do all this stuff while we're here, while I woke up, while my kids are all here and they're healthy, you know, while we all got vision and, like, life, period. A lot of people, like, they they kind of uh, sleep on God, you know yeah, what I'm saying, and yeah. wonder why stuff is happening. Mm-hmm. Or they blame God for all the, the wrong stuff, like, Something bad happened in life, and they want to blame God. Like yeah. maybe it's, it's not God; it's probably you right. just doing, right. making wrong decisions yeah. or something. Like it ain't yeah. got nothing to do with God. Probably yeah. like, bro, you gonna, so you just gonna blame all this on me? Yeah, I ain't told you to show. go over here and do this. <laughs> yeah. gonna, I mean, God, see, man, like I know he's sitting there, like, okay, what's up? When you come up here, I'm gonna talk to you back there. Right, right. You don't remember, but yeah, man, uh, you humble. Believe in yourself. Never give up on nothing, man. Who, That's good. Don't let nobody tell you can't do nothing because it ain't true. You can do whatever you put your mind to. Just believe it. If you believe it, speak that stuff in existence, and I guarantee you it's going to happen. Right on, man. Guarantee you, man. Let's give a hand for Lucius, everybody. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. So we're going to grab a quick pick with Lucius here, man. He's going to uh, he's going to actually teach right now. So keep it locked right here. This right here is Mouse and Level right here. It is the Juice Radio Show, man. Let's go. I bet you want, 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 I bet you
like a bead and now I'm off the bead and need to breathe it. Who gon' pop the bead? She gon' seize it for no reason. She just like my seed and now she gon' succeed and get a room. She gon' hit the bead and they gon' do her thing. What it do? I be coming through and my rockers too. I'm the truth. Who the fuck are you? I be getting loose to the roof. I'm to the roof. I didn't do me too. Fuck him. Fuck her. Fuck y'all and with the three, four, five, or six, this is for you. Did you know that it's costing you to have bad credit? You can't get qualified for that house or apartment and paying high interest rates, along with paying high car insurance, and it may be costing you that job that you really want. What are you waiting on? Take more of a holistic approach. Pick up the phone and call the Credit Shiro at 832 642 1554 or text camp to 76626 with 13 amazing services we restore and repair generations to come once again call the credit shiro at 832-642-1554 or text camp to 76626 searching for ways to grow your business or perhaps you would like to invest in Tulsa's african-american community the black wall street chamber of commerce is a great place to start The Chamber was created to serve and increase the visibility of needs in our community. It is an umbrella organization for local businesses, the Tulsa Juneteenth Festival, VWS Black Women in Business, and the Grassroots Economic Development Fund known as VWS The Power Group. For more information about the Black Wall Street Chamber of Commerce or to donate to The Power Group, visit VWSChamber.com. Let's do it! Tune into the Groove Zone. Join Dale, Mr. Groove Taylor, every Saturday from 2.30 to 5.30. You're in the zone. 
But we really did. And I ain't even a yeah. sports fan, but yeah. I was like, dang. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people. Yeah, man. He it, touched it, a lot of people. It really, yeah, he did. He exactly. touched a lot of people. He he yeah. made a big impact in a lot of people's lives, man. Yeah. Uh, and, like, I saw all the tributes with, like, Shaq and stuff like that. Yeah. And, I mean, just everybody that supports him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, so it was it was a it was a pretty tough time, man. But it was it was real good that you know um, a lot of people loved like a lot of people loved him from all across the globe, and even Tulsa was showing some love. Like Tulsa had him, yeah, uh, the, light. Yeah, the yeah, lights downtown, the light. and uh, what was it? I also saw a sign on yeah, the side of the road. Yeah, yeah billboard. Yeah. yeah, and so they had him out there, man. So that was just like, oh, that's dope. You know what I'm saying? People respect him. You yeah. know, so. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I like I like how the NBA did how they did eight seconds violation behind the court then twenty four second yeah. um, shot violation. I didn't even know that was eight, the eight second thing was a thing, man. So like that, yeah, that was pretty dope. So yeah, man, it, and it happened, and I think a lot of people, you know, didn't know how to work through this situation. So like how, like how are y'all coping with it? Like have y'all just kind of just like. Just kind of swept swept it under the rug, or just like eh, the know. way. Uh, honestly, the way I like to treat a lot of people's death, whether I know whether I'm close to them or whether they just somebody, I just kind of think of them as a person that lives through me. So that way, they not actually. I don't think of them as like ah, they dead. It's like I'm kind of I'm kind of like representing them in a sense, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I love that, man. I do the same thing, too, man. So, yeah. Yeah, that's real. That's real. Man, so, and his daughter, like, that kind of hit even more. You know what I'm saying? It's like, dang. Because it was like, it was like, it was like, first people popped up, it was like, Kobe Bryant died at age 41. I was like, oh, okay, all by itself. Then it hit again, Kobe Bryant and his daughter. I was like, whoa. Yeah. And then, like, the sad part to me was his wife, like, you know how when the like a crash or somebody died the police mm-hmm. like informed the family mm-hmm. the police didn't get a chance to do that she found out by TMZ yeah social media TMZ yeah TMZ. she found out by TMZ like she didn't even get the chance they, she didn't get the chance to get that call saying your husband and daughter yeah. has been you know killed in a crash she learned by TMZ okay now that's the sad part yeah man I think that's that like being famous and stuff that that those things can kind of be like the the hard part is that a lot of stuff you don't even find out from the person. Exactly. Even if it's like, oh, my husband did this, and you know, yeah, you find out they find out through the news. Yeah, the news. Yeah. Like, yeah. The yeah. 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 The whole reason why I didn't nobody else know about who else died yeah. in the crash until like later on because they put a hole on it because Tim Z had already told his yeah. wife that his his people was his her family was dead and so the other family yeah the people the people that was in there too died too so. yeah that's tough man that's tough they had to put the whole announcement on hold yeah and I I love the fact that you know um all of the family was able to like be represented it then nobody swept yeah. it under the rug like it's only just the Kobe thing and his daughter thing but like yeah, people starting to really like not a whole everybody you know and, and started to really honor everybody who was a part of that you know and so god bless the dead man and and all of those um families that had to go through that situation man it's a tough situation and death is not an easy thing to deal with man and go through so i tell you it's it's a real challenge man 
And that's one thing that, that I, I think that we all got to understand is that at some point in time, we ain't going to be here forever. You know what I'm saying? Like, so you always got to cherish your family. You always got to cherish your people that you're around, even they get on, even if they get on your nerves. That's they, true. They eat yeah, and they eat your food and what that's in the refrigerator. Cause my daughter, my daughter, she be putting her like she, we ain't got don't do, like don't do her now. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no. She be putting like Debbie cakes in her room. Like she be she got her own little storage I area. Do. You know I what I'm saying? Be like that. You y'all be saving food. Women be women. Okay, so don't wait, 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 wait. Where sometimes they may need a piece of chocolate or they may need some food, you know. And you just gotta no. be like, all right, I can respect that. No, no. I ain't gonna no. respect you Wait, putting Debbie snacks. Debbie <laughs> you putting it, hiding it in your room. I'm like, man, I've been looking for these, man. Like, can I get one or two? And then she sniggle like, uh, like, no, give me one of them right now, dude. Y'all ain't gotta put no chocolate in your room. Yes, yes we, we do. Like, Wait, buy your own know. Debbie snacks then. I don't know. I I buy my own food and I already let my mom know when I buy my stuff I buy my stuff and I put it in my room like don't go in there and touch it but then but then I noticed yesterday my little brother would wait until I leave to go in my room cause I had left came back and he had on my roller skates I said dang he got on your whole roller skates but the thing is he left them in the front room and I came in I was like who had my skates my mama yelled it was like Adrian I said Mm-hmm. And then he looked at me because when I said who had my skates, he looked at me and ran outside. Oh man! So he knew what he was yeah, doing. Yeah, he knew he was about to get some yeah. hands. Yeah. Hands. I mean, there's times when you know chicks would be craving stuff, and you either want the attitude or you just want to give them food. So true. I'm cool with attitude. <laughs> I never, I never knew somebody that was just cool with the attitude. They was like, Heck. take it. My daddy would be like, all right, you want your Reese's? All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want my Reese's. That's how my mama is. Like my mama's ice cream, but I ain't. I go get it. Like so, your your pops. I be wanting to know about Chief too. I be like, your pops don't be like fighting daddy, for uh Debbie snacks and stuff. No, my dad don't eat that kind of stuff. Okay. But he he uh what he like is he likes uh peanut butter um what do they got Captain Crunch. So that and the chocolate peanut butter Cheerios. He eat that kind of stuff. Ah, okay. So he's a fan of like chocolate peanut butter. Chocolate peanut butter, okay. So but when it comes to me and I want something, if I'm like, I, I want like some ice cream or some Reese's, then he'll go out his way to get it because he know yeah. either I'm going through something yeah. or I just need my snacks. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, so keep it locked right here, man. We got more we're going to chat about. Uh, we're going to learn more about how Popeye's got this whole new outfit, man. Popeye's got this whole new look, and we're going to talk about that coming up here in just moments, man. It's the Juice Radio Show. Keep it locked right here, man. It's the Juice. Louisiana. Murder on the beat. Something for y'all to cut up to, you yeah. Everybody get your roll on. I know shorty and she doesn't want no slow song. Had a man last year, life goes on. Haven't let the thing lose, girl, it's so long. You been inside, know you like to lay low. I've been people what you bring to the table. Working hard, girl, everything paid for. First, last phone, bill, car, no cable. With your phone out, gotta hit them angles. With your phone out, tapping like you favor. And you showing off, but it's alright. And you showing off, but it's alright. But it's your life.
real one in your reflection Without a follow, without a mention You really piping up on these You gotta be nice for what to these I understand, you got a hundred bands, you got a baby band, you got some bad friends, high school pics, you was even bad then, you ain't stressing off no lover in the past tense, you already had there, work at 8 a.m., finish round five, call down, you don't see them outside, yeah, they don't really be the same offline, you know dog days, you know hard times, doing overtime for the last month, Saturday, call the girls, get them gassed up, gotta hit the club, gotta make that jump. Hit the club like you hit them, hit them, hit them angles. With your phone out, tapping like you fable. And you're showing off, but it's alright. And you're showing off, but it's alright. It's a short life. Uh-huh. Yeah, boy. I'm a. Watch the breakdown. Welcome back to the Juice Radio Show. Right there is my guy, Drake, with Nice For What. And, of course, man, this is the Juice Radio Show. We are hanging tough with our whole crew here today, man. So we appreciate y'all for rolling with us, rocking with us, and doing whatever y'all do uh, while you are out here with us out in these streets, man. So, uh, of course, I don't know if everybody has heard about this, but uh, Popeyes has came out with a new clothing line. Now, is it Popeyes that just came out with the clothing line, or is it, like, a whole nother, like... I heard like how um Beyonce, so I heard a Beyonce somewhere out there. Is that what Beyonce is doing now? Oh, she made a, no uh, okay, all right, all right. I'm like, dang, Beyonce making Popeyes <laughs> clothing lines now. So what is it, Sha? Alright, so like first Beyonce, she released her clothing line and everybody on Twitter and other social media, they was like, Those colors, they kinda look like Popeye's uniform. Uh, yeah. And then Popeye's is like Okay, I hear y'all. I hear y'all. And then on <laughs> what yesterday they dropped their little clothing line, and they was and uh when you look at the pieces, they all inspired by Beyonce's clothing line. Hey, and it's just like a whole bunch of craziness going on. Popeyes, it's kind of fire though, man. Like the, so? the clothes that they got, I was looking at it. I was <laughs> like, right. man, I it's weird. I don't know. I never <laughs> like would sport like Popeyes clothes, but it's just like the colors. It just is, it is dope, man. And I, okay, I feel you on that. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, the orange yeah. and maroon. I guess that's what it is. Would yeah. y'all wear Popeyes <laughs> clothes? No, 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 y'all no, wear no, some biscuit dust on y'all. Clothes? <laughs> <laughs> I like I like Popeyes, but at this point, y'all just disrespect. They go too far. Cool. There's no need Tell for them. a fast food to create a clothing line. It's like. That's what? brilliant, though. <laughs> That's smart, though. Like, you think about it. I mean, 
everybody, it's a lot oh, of people that uh, love. First, they love their chicken sandwiches, and now they love their clothing line. So like, but like on the flip side, they also they also got beef. Like whenever they drop that chicken sandwich, they had beef with Chick Fil A. So yeah. now they probably gonna have beef with Beyonce. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what you could do is you can take the uniform and just walk in there, and then be like, yeah, I work here, so you know, I'm, I'm just going ahead. Yeah, I'm just going go ahead. <laughs> I'm a new employee here. <laughs> They're like, what? Nothing to go to Walmart, get a little name tag, and put your name on it. Yeah. And then you already got, you already got the little uniform. Just walk in, like, yeah, you know, y'all, they're interested. Yeah. They just right, come right, in, right. Got a ticket size, pull up Cause a lot I don't, of chicken. If you, did, <laughs> if you did not have on a vest at Walmart, I would not know that you right. did or did not work there, man. Because people would be coming up asking me, sir, uh, can you come to a broom's office? I'm like, I don't even have anything on that, that even. I did that close to Walmart, man. Like, I don't work here, ma'am. I accidentally did that to this lady at Dollar General. Really? Because <laughs> he had on red. No, she was like, she looked like she was she was going through stuff. So I asked, I was like, hey, ma'am, do you know where I could find it? And she was just like, oh, I don't work here. She was like, oh, my bad. That hurts. That hurts. Why, why, why does it hurt? Because, man, it's like, dude, I'm just like you. Like, just because I, <laughs> I look like an employee, like, in my head, I'm like, I look like a worker or something. Like, oh, man. Nah. <laughs> I, I got stuff on my head just like you. <laughs> For me, what's bad is that at my, where I work, I have a shirt that says well, I work here. It says, like, you know, it says the name of the location. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I still got customers. They come up to me, oh, do you work here? <laughs> 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 Says, man, I, I have it on my shirt. Yeah. So. <laughs> How may I help you all on the back? Like, <laughs> crazy. Um, I don't know if you guys heard about this, but uh, DeAndre Arnold, uh, he was told that his locks were too long, which prevented him from yeah. graduating. Did y'all I hear heard, about that? Well, I heard about that. I, too long. Yeah. It was, yeah. I seen it. What's crazy was I seen it on oh, Instagram right. before I seen it on the news. Yeah, right. Yeah, Ellen, I seen it. Ellen had interviewed him on her show, mm-hmm. and he was, she was basically he was basically telling her that the school told him he was out of dress code because his dress was too long, mm-hmm. and like his whole life, his whole like the rest of the family, their hair is dread. Yeah, right. And just because he took it out his hair at the ponytail, it was out of dress code. And Ellen was like, "Don't you have females that go to your school?" He was like, "Yes." She was like, "Do they have long hair?" She was like, "Yes." yes. So yes. just because he, he had just he was a guy and he had locks. His, yeah. his dress was out of school. That don't make no sense. Crazy. How do y'all feel about that? Like, even those with locks, like, how do y'all feel about that? Do y'all get discriminated on, too? <laughs> no. That, you know, I mean, you don't? And if they do, like, what? Not. I'm probably look crazy. Like, why are you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, when we first started school, we had, like, a <clears throat> auditorium meeting or whatever. And our sister principals, like, I think, I don't know if they discriminate or whatever, but they mm-hmm. was like, boys can't wear the do-rags, but girls can wear bonnets. And I was like, I get that part, but, like, at the same time, it's got to be equal opportunity. Yeah. The boys can't wear their do-rags. Us girls can't wear our bonnets. Yeah. I understand, I like, that. a like a, a um, hair wrap or something, you know? Yeah. But a bonnet and a do-rag pretty much is low-key. The same. Yeah. Thing. yeah. So, but like, a bonnet is way more, like... And then the bonnet... Yeah, like, like, <laughs> but the purpose in the end. True, yeah, the true, 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 yeah. But, you know, it's yeah. like... 
Yeah, man. So I, I, I don't, you know, of course I don't agree with with that, but there's a lot of people that don't understand the culture of the locks, and right. not everybody is a thug that got locks, and right. you and know, there's reasons people have locks. Like yeah. it's not just a style. It's yeah, real. yeah, you know? it's and it's a deeper purpose. Right. And in his case, and his uh his family is Trinidadian, so it's like it's okay. in his culture. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, he has so he has said it was like like the whole family, like all the male families on his thing. Yeah. His family got. That life. So basically, it's like a it's like a tradition to them. Ah man, that is just crazy. I, I don't understand or believe that. And of oh, course, yeah. everybody knows that the Grammys had hit uh, this past week. And of course, there was a lot of tribute to Kobe Bryant and um, also Nipsey Hussle uh, during that time. And Tyler, the Creator, won uh, Best Hip Hop Album at the Grammys and made comments about <laughs> the underhanded racism that exists with them. Man, so how did y'all feel about I seen the, the, the comments? Grammys. I have seen the Grammy yeah. and I like I know who Tyler the Creator is. I have not heard of I was like I was kinda lost. I am gonna be honest. I was lost when he did his performance. Yeah, see, he's, he's outside the box awesome. though. Like he's out he's, he's a real yeah. artist. He's, he's yeah, Igor, he's yeah. Yeah. He, he he addressed and act like don't nobody else dress. Yeah. Especially when he had those a whole bunch of men coming out looking like him and looking like okay. But that's what makes, that's what separates that was, it from the rest of exactly. like the artists, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. Gives them his own personal had, player. It was pretty cool because he different. had like I think he it was like Charlie. Charlie Wilson and a voice man with him singing. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. But this is mine. Like when it comes to people being like you know creative who are famous, cool, whatever. But my thing is like, but in everyday life, if somebody sees someone who's who is really, really out the box? Say, for example, somebody walk in that's just like on some Lady Gaga type stuff. Mm. People gonna look at that person like what and judge them. But if, yep, it's, if they're famous, it's just like oh, one that's thing, so cool. Let's all do I it. Say one, exactly thing, one, one thing we can say about him is his outfits. Is they're always unexpected. Yeah. I'm like. This man got like on two colors. Yeah. And one outfit. <laughs> yeah. It's very man. different. It really, really is different. But the thing for him, I think that he was he was upset with it was the fact that he got put into the hip hop genre and he wanted to be stretched. Like how Lil Nas X wanted to be stretched into the country yeah. charts. You know what I'm saying? And he oh, wanted to yeah, be stretched into like more of a different type of artist, but they put people back into that box and be like, No, nah, y'all just hip hop. Like yeah. no matter how you try, how country you try to sound, no, you go back to hip hop. Yeah. But yeah. now we know that there are like all kinds of artists that have like rock music and things like that, mm-hmm. but they don't get the love, the same love as someone else, and it has traits of hip hop. Now country today, yeah. man, if you listen to a country station, it sounds just like hip hop. Like yeah. I'm like. Now they rapping, like, now they doing, like, they singing, and I'm like, dude, this is straight. Some of those songs are hip-hop, not all of them, but right. for the most part, you listen to it, you like, man. We just gotta say, we gotta be, be ready for the change. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. gonna be a change. It, it is, man. I think music, like, the, the, um, and maybe I'm wrong, I'm just kind of, you know, going off what I think, but mm-hmm. I think that, um, like, it, it's kind of natural for there to always be a beat in something. Yeah. You know, so yeah. like we kind of gravitate more towards. I don't. I don't know if I'm what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, it's uh, in my mind, but like at the end of the day, like no music genre is uh, exclusive to its own. Like all music genres coincide. Like yeah. it all comes yeah. from the earth. It all comes from one place. So at the end of the day, it's like, why are we categorizing stuff? Yep. Like yeah. hip hop is jazz. Jazz is hip hop. Rock is hip hop. Blah, blah, blah. Yep. It all coincides. I just think it is. Oh, music yeah. always got a uh, story to it. Yeah, it, it does. It don't matter what kind of genre it is. It always got a Story to it. Some music I can't get with though, like music, some of that drill music from Chicago, like your hometown. Whatever. Drill music, <laughs> I'm like, like man, that. it's I mean, it's different to me. Let me say that. Just, I ain't hating on it, but it's just, just different. Saying, all, like all songs got a story to it. Like country, I can like my mom or whatever. I be listening to the music. She was like, she just talking about how her adventures. Just killed the man. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's different. It's different. It all got a story to it. Very different. Yeah, man. All right, so we're gonna come back with some more uh, topics of the day, and of course, we got to take a look at our weather. We got to get all kinds of things that are going on without in the world, man. So we're gonna uh, talk a little bit more about music and also Black history. So we got that coming up here in just moments, man. So once again, we appreciate you guys for listening to the show. Here we are, the Juice Radio Show, and of course, man, make sure. You give us a call at 646-716-5525 and press that one button to go live, man. We are the Juice Radio Show. We're going to have a guest coming up next, man. We got Kyle coming up in just moments as well. I made him a million now, fuck you, we are rich. I ain't trying to have babies right now, so we put a rubber, but I got a rub. Know this money bring EV, you probably won't be me, but bro, we can't be right no spot. Overseas got a crowd doing my shit. Can't believe that I'm still in an apartment. Business man went and got me in office. Me and Dollar deals, I get them often. Me and Dollar was serving on Spawn Street. Holla G, he gon' stay with the chopstick. I got raw, that shit made me a monster. He bitch, you know this my sister, my mama. Now they house is as big as they want them. I didn't run out no more. Living like we in a race, I might come in first and second, but I won't ever be last. Lately, I've been in my bag, but told me don't take my foot off the gas. They give you an inch, gonna take you a mile. I'ma shoot by myself like a ten up a foul. City to city, got girls going wild, and I reach for my chain when I jump in the crowd. Lambo solo out of squad. We finally made it, let's pop us a bottle. I took the lead and let everyone follow. They know I'm running it right to the bank. They want me to ease up, I didn't leave them in the bleeding room. Sorry, I told them I can't. Heard you a rat, so you know what's gonna happen whenever we catch you. I run with them snakes. Keep all the moves I've been making by the time I get 40, I gotta be one of them greats. Watch how I move with this paper, I know if I strip up one time, they gon' try to come take it. Really, is it getting even be faking? I don't want they vibes, so they hand I ain't shaking. She on that 42 straight with no chaser. I'm trying to get out of here and go taste it. Yeah, my diamonds be TV. They don't want to see us on TV unless it's the news. I got something to prove. Yeah, I'm young, but I got something to lose. In the street, I didn't pay all my dues. No instruction, ain't talking about literally. I be walking on beaches, you hearing me? I just pay that my kids be a big of me. They can't get rid of me. My diamonds be TV. They don't want to see us on TV unless it's the news. I got something to prove. Yeah, I'm young, but I got something to lose. In the street, I didn't pay all my dues. No instruction, ain't talking about literally. I be walking on beaches, you hearing me? I just pray that my kids be a big of me. They can't get rid of me. Wake up every day, somebody arrests me. I got rich, they need money, they asking me. I was sitting in jail, they look out for me. Ones who need me, no same ones who doubted me. I've been handling my own, they can vouch for me. They'll wait down with me, know that she proud of me. Turn the heat up, ain't nobody hot as me. Everywhere dollars be, that's how I gotta be. I didn't gave her the word, now she not leaving. Say she love me, the death told her stop grieving. He try to do what I do, but we not even. I want all of the beef, I am not vegan. Boy, you said it was smoke. Speaking, Vincent, don't drop the top. I can't stop speeding. Trying to see if this bitch is the top speed. Hit it from the back, have a knock on me, baby. I 
I control the rock. If the rap slow, I control the block. Yeah, I'm really it. And you nah, got a couple coups. I can draw the top. I done made it. Yo, all these digits coming in. I'm saving for the bigger picture. No one day I need them. Might as well get used to me. My biggest fear is ending up with used to be. Yeah, yeah my diamonds be BB. Yeah, I don't want to see us on TV unless it's the news. I got something to prove. Yeah, I'm young, but I got something to lose. In the street, I didn't pay down my dues. No instruction, ain't talking about literally. I be walking on beaches, you hearing me? I just pay that my kids be a big of me. They can't get rid of me. My diamonds be BB. Yeah, I don't want to see us on TV unless it's the news. I got something to prove. Yeah, I'm young, but I got something to lose. In the street, I didn't pay down my dues. No instruction, ain't talking about literally. I be walking on beaches, you hearing me? I just pay that my kids be a big of me. They can't get rid of me. Welcome back to the Juice Radio Show right there. It's Lil Baby with something to prove right there, man. And, of course, it's your boy, Ramona, Hometown Heat. We are here uh, live with the Juice Radio Show, and I'm so excited. Uh, 2020 Census is happening really, really soon, and I'm so excited that we are all going to be a part of the Census uh, 2020 here that is coming up. And um, I, 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 one, I've come to, as I gotten older over time and i've come to understand the importance of what the census is and i believe that having somebody here that is an expert at it that can help it to explain the benefits of actually participating in the census and that that person here today is mr kyle everybody let's give a hand for kyle everybody yeah yeah welcome to the show yeah yeah welcome welcome you hop on into that mic just a little bit more yep yeah yeah it's a lot better all right, so uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, the, the 2020 Tulsa Counts, man. Tell us a little bit about that. All right, so my name is Kyle Lapori. I am Director of Community Partnerships with the City of Tulsa, and my main work is on the 2020 Census. So in the entire Tulsa metro area, we're trying to make sure that every single person gets counted. Yeah. Um, the Census only comes around once every 10 years, but it's an opportunity to make a difference in our communities because the resources that come from the government go into our schools and our roads and our hospitals. And just to bring that closer to home, it's like Pell Grants for kids going to college. Yeah. Tulsa Transit. It's all these other healthcare clinics, so many resources we rely on that we don't get the full funding for if not everyone uh, if not everyone fills out the form or just fills out. So, Kyle, let me break this down, man, because a lot of people, when I was growing up, a lot of people was afraid to fill out the census, man, because they was like, man, the, the government is going to spy on me, you know, and it's like, we're giving out too much information about where we are. But as I gotten older, now I understand, like, the reason for the census is that's where, if you can find out where in the district where people live at, that's where more of the funding goes. So if there are people that don't fill out the census, then the, the grants, the money that is allocated to that particular area does not go there. Is that right? That's right. Yeah. It looks like there are fewer people in that area, so they don't budget for as much to come to the state or to the community when it's time to maybe look for new places to build a business or yeah. you need funding for uh, a Title I school, high poverty school. Um, it's important to fill it out for that reason. So, um, for clarity, are you saying that the money I'm trying to okay wait. okay so the money that you get whenever you sign up for this census right it goes to, I'll try, I'll try <laughs> wait, to okay I'll try to break it down a bit. okay so the US government does this big count once every 10 years to get the numbers of people living in every community in the nation okay and then when they have those numbers they use it to distribute money from different programs 
two different places. So for example, okay. if the state of Oklahoma has about 4 million people, but Texas has 10 times as many, then for some programs, like Texas will get 10 times as much as Oklahoma because they have 10 times as many people. Mm. But if it looks like we don't have as many people as we do, which is a big deal in Tulsa because like our metro area is getting to be almost a million people, we don't get that kind of funding. We also don't get that recognition for our size. So mm. we lose out on so many resources that go to benefit us and to make our community. Oh, that sucks. Be. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> yes. The amount is like $1,675 per person who's not counted per wow. year. And this okay. is only once every 10 years. So it's like almost $17,000 that we lose out on just because someone's name isn't put on that form. And so, like, the, the, I see here on the confidentiality, there's a form here that talks about confidentiality in the 2020 census and data stewardship. So a lot of people are afraid that their info is going to get out there, like they got warrants or they got, you know, whatever it is that they have out there. So it's saying, by law, your information is confidential. Your answers cannot be used against you by any government agency of, or, or court. And the law is found in Title 13 of the U.S. Code. Anyone who violates this law faces severe penalties. So, like, you know, with people that got some things that they trying to hide, like they, you know, maybe they had, they got court dates or something like that. Is it, can they still fill out the census, you know, people that still? They can and they should. Okay. Um, the Census Bureau, the data it collects isn't shared with, it's not shared with the police. It's not shared with Immigrations and Customs Enforcement. So even if you're undocumented, you should still be counted on the census. It's not shared with your job or housing or anything like that. It's just for the count. And the penalty for census bureau employees sharing that information mm-hmm. something like two hundred fifty thousand dollar fine or five years in prison so oh it's really not worth it to them yes yeah. don't try to go get a credit card in my name ma'am <laughs> <laughs> trying to get out there and take my name because it will cost you two hundred fifty thousand dollars or five years in jail so and, yeah yeah <laughs> um so so how did you how did you even get in, into this field? Like, did, is this was a lifetime goal of you to to work for the census or something, man? It wasn't, but it was a cool opportunity. Okay. Um, I finished grad school at Harvard for urban planning and public policy. Mm-hmm. But then um, my wife was part of the Tulsa Remote Program. So oh, so the, oh, y'all got flew flewed in to Tulsa. I, I know that's not a right, but y'all got flown <laughs> into Tulsa. Yeah. To okay, all right, that's dope. Yeah, but then okay. for the year I was looking for what can I do with my education and get involved in city government or housing or any of the things that I'm interested in. But this opportunity came by and I thought, okay, it's going to be a pretty big deal to be able to work with people and make sure that communities that tend to not get counted or tend to not reach, tend to not be reached out to make sure they feel connected to the census and make sure we're doing a good job of sharing that information. So I thought, yeah. So uh oh my bad. But uh I be reading like I'll be I'll be reading stories like from the nineteen hundreds from different perspectives and stuff like that. And they would talk about uh a lot of black people who wouldn't fill out the census because they might be like a white man's illegitimate wife or something like that or anything of that nature. So looking at those times back then and then looking at now how much would you say how much would you say like i guess you could say the perception has changed as far as like how people might view filling out the census 
well, I guess I hope it's improved. I think we trying to do, I say we, I, I don't work for the Census Bureau, but I think they're trying to do a better job of reaching out to people and making sure they know how important the form is and trying to make it clear that no matter what your situation, it's important that you do get counted. So what you're talking about in 1900s, for example, even some of the cat, some of the questions that they ask, some of the categories that you would have to fill out, the way they do it is completely different. Like craziness. Yeah. It's a whole, it changes every decade. Do you ever face any like challenges with what you do? Uh, dogs. Yeah. Pit bulls out there chasing. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. <laughs> yeah. That's not what I face. I think it's just making sure people know what the benefits of the census are. Mm. There are some people who you say, okay, the census is coming in the mail or you can actually do it online this year. Um, you just tell them, make sure to fill out the form. Like, okay, cool. So you have to, you, okay, how do you contact people? Is it like you have to go to people's stores or are you like phone call, email? How do you do that? So the way it works is that on March 12th, the form will be released online oh, and they'll okay. start mailing it to people's houses. Okay. So early on, they can fill it out by themselves. They can go to the library and type it up on a computer or a couple of weeks from then when they get the form, they can fill it out and return it. You don't have to pay for postage. Okay. But if people don't respond, that's when the census enumerators go around, knock on doors, oh. try to follow up to make sure they're getting a response from every household. And that's a good paying job, by the way. Yeah. Um, Also, they pay for you to go door to door to make sure to check. Yes. Uh It's not me, though. I'm not the one actually. You're not? Okay. So I thought that was you, like, hello, sir. (laughs) Good morning. Are you enjoying the game? (laughs) So with that, though, you have to have a skill of capturing people's attention because a lot of times if somebody come knocking on your door you you're like the instinct is just close the door you, yeah. you want to fake like you ain't home you know yeah. so how do you or what is your approach to that like of you know getting that person's attention to actually stop and listen to what you're saying or what someone else is saying to them you know well i think the biggest thing is really done before that the census bureau is trying to hire as many people as possible, a really diverse group of people, so that when someone comes knocking on your door, it's mm-hmm. someone from your neighborhood or from your community okay. or who looks like you, not right. someone who doesn't speak your yeah. language right. or who you're suspicious of for any reason. And then <laughs> after that, they're well-trained with the, the questions that they're going to be asking you. There are only nine questions on the form, and they stay focused on that, and they have Census Bureau identification, so you can tell who they okay. work with. So. Well, that seems easy. Mm-hmm. Yes, straightforward. Really is, man. And so, so one way they say eight ways to make sure Tulsa counts in 2020. They say you can put flyers up in your place of business, send messages through your dis- uh, distribution channels, follow our social, follow their social media and accounts, make a short video, apply for a mini grant, set up a computer lab, host a Tulsa counts workshop, and sign up to be a census worker, man. So you can really make a change. It's not only just one way, but there's so many ways that you can make a change. And I see that. Now your marketing strategy. Now, like that's real guerrilla marketing right there. Like I see that as like somebody put some thought into it. But years ago, it wasn't like that. It was just like y'all fill out the census, and it really wasn't an engagement. So why now are they changing the way that they have people, you know, um, um, engaging on how they market to people now? Well, 
now we're really recognizing how important it is that people know the value of the census and the benefits that come from it. Pretty, like last year, there was a lot of controversy around adding a citizenship question to the census. Mm -hmm. So the concern is that one, it wasn't tested, so they didn't know exactly how people were going to respond. And two, there was worry that it would scare people of color, undocumented people from responding, which means that our communities would not get the resources that we need because everyone needs to be counted. It doesn't say there's nothing in the Constitution that says it's about citizenship. So we need to make sure people know how important and how valuable the census is. And we wanted to make that kind of local to Tulsa, help Tulsa in the metro area know what the census does for us. That's why we've got those eight strategies. And those mini grants are also to make it easy for people who have good ideas but who might not have the money to execute them. We want to give help with that because those are people who are going to be trusted in their communities. We'll have have the we're gonna fill out a grant form then. Waiting for it. Yeah, we're gonna get out there to distribute, man. So, um, one thing that we we always ask our guests to do, and, and for those that are listening in the car, uh, it is seven after the hour at this moment, uh, and we're here with Kyle with Tulsa Counts 2020, talking about the United States Census 2020 that's gonna happen this year and how important it it really is. Uh, one thing that we wanted to know is one, how can they find you on social media and uh, also the Tulsa counts 2020? How can they find them on social media? On Facebook, it's Tulsa counts with a space in between on Instagram and Twitter. It's at Tulsa counts altogether. And we're going to have a website coming up pretty soon. Tulsa counts. One thing that we always ask our guest, of course, is uh, leaving us with words of wisdom. Now, what city are, are you and your wife from? We're from different places. Okay. We met in Detroit. Oh, yeah, met in Detroit. Oh, so it's, it's a lot warmer here than it's it is in Detroit. Okay, all right. So one thing that we wanted to know uh, from you is some words of wisdom, something that you could leave as you're well-traveled. You know, you've been to Harvard before, man. I've just been to TCC, so I know you got a lot of wisdom, man. You get Something that you can pour into our lives. Uh, so what's some wisdom that you would give to us? So our census tagline locally is also counts, but really want to make sure everyone knows that everyone counts like regardless of where you went to school or who you know or where you grew up you can make a difference in your community and i hope to be able to inspire people to to remember that so man let's give a hand for our guy kyle we appreciate you, man. Thank you so much. And of course, this won't be the last time, you know, you join us, man, because we want to progress our city into uh, joining the census and being a part of it so that we can, our voices can be heard in so many other ways, man. So Kyle, we just appreciate you for joining us, sir. Thanks for having me. Yeah. All right. Appreciate so we're going to take a picture right here with Kyle. And we also got our girl, Victoria, coming up in just a moment. This right here is the mop, man. Everybody doing the dance. It's the Juice Radio Show. Ma, 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 don't stop. Ma, 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 what? Don't stop. Ma, ma, I get a crunk. 
I get it wide, I get the party lit outside. I get it crunk, I get it wide, I get the party lit outside. I get it crunk, I get it wide, I get the party lit outside. I get it crunk, I get it wide, I get the party lit outside. Left hand first, put your right hand on top. Now, mom, 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 yeah, mom. Left hand first, now put your right hand on top. Now, mom, 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 Throw it up, where you at? Am I riding even if we catch a flat? We pulled up in a photo, and my shirt is a polo. Baby girl, flash me like a photo. And I buy my green like a damn lawnmower. Hey, rush it, like sunny. Get a plate, take honey. I'm finna get cause she put her hair in a bun. Look. Do me a favor, like a book. I'm by my paper. I'm finna work her out, call it label. I'm on the screen like a motherfucker. Ma, 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 don't stop. Ma, ma, hey, ma, ma, what? Don't stop. Ma, ma, I get it crunk. I get it wide. I get the party lit outside. I get it crunk. I get it wide. I get the party lit outside. I get it crunk. I get it wide. I get the party lit outside. I get it crunk. I get it wide. I get the party lit outside. Ma, ma, eat, eat. Same head right. Don't stop. In the back of the party and slop. Baby, out the molly. Baby, won't stop. Ma, don't stop. Crock pot, I'm super hot. She's super so you need a ma. I need all her friends. I need I need the whole team. I'm rocking polo jeans. I got an air up here on me. Sweat bad lean. Sweat bad lean. Now drop this. So I'm gonna get you the topic. Just do it like nothing. Okay, my bitch down low. Now my bitch to your socks. My bitch to the flow. Now do the melee rock. Look left, look right, dip it, dip it all night. Yup, yup, tight, feeling nice. I'ma give her all right. Yeah, yeah. I'm geeked, I'm lit, like a lighter. My pants, they on fire, they so hot. Sipping on that, so rock. Look at my mom, I rock. Yeah, look at my mom, I rock. I rock, 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 I Hey, what's up, y'all? Shaw got live from the north side, and we are back with the Juice Radio Show. And today we are going to introduce a special guest. Victoria, can you introduce yourself to everybody and tell us a little bit about what you're here for? Yeah, so my name is Victoria Brunson. I am the owner of Vicky V's Dance Company, and um, I am here to talk about our, our famous Twerk aerobics class, um, as well as all the other dance classes that we offer. Okay, so what other dance classes do you offer? Um, okay, so for our youth, we offer a hip-hop and tumbling class, a ballet and jazz class, and a musical theater and tap class. And then for, or we also have a homeschool class during the day. Um, and then for the adults, we have our twerk aerobics class. So what do you like about dance? Um, I love that I can express myself without having to speak. I don't even have to open my mouth, but I can feel the music through my body and express mm-hmm. myself. Okay. Yeah. I'm also a dancer. Are I feel you? That. What kind of dance? <laughs> um, I do like contemporary jazz, hip-hop. Oh, mm-hmm. what's up? Yeah. We need to connect then. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what inspired you to, like, start it? To like, start my start dance company? Yeah. Um, 
so starting off, I've been dancing since I was three. Mm-hmm. And um, I started off at a predominantly white dance company. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like one of the only black dancers. That's what I always <laughs> And so um, I always felt like confined because I felt like the white parents were, you know, watching me or my mm-hmm. hair couldn't slick back like their mm-hmm. hair could slick back or, you know, they were small and anybody with any type of hips or, you know, any shape, then you, you stick out automatically. Um, and so I went for the most of my life, I went to a predominantly white dance company. And then I, um, my parents put me in to a predominantly black company and it was like the opposite. We were cool family. We would have sleepovers. Um, but it was like completely unprofessional. Like we would show up and the doors would be locked and it's like no dance class. Um, and so, I mean, yeah, so I decided I wanted to, um, take the best of both worlds, take the professionalism from the predominantly white company, and then that family feel, um, from the black, um, company, and then mix them together. And so, Mm. that's why I started. So, uh, so with the twerk aerobics just hearing that it kind of sounds like a dope <laughs> idea and i want to know like like what was the inspiration behind that and why did you choose that yeah so twerk aerobics that name is not my name um i actually was like googling adult classes i wanted mm. to expand my company um to not just youth classes but adult classes and so i came across twerk aerobics and i'm like okay everybody loves to twerk obviously mm-hmm. um everybody likes to be ratchet you know, someday or another. <laughs> and so, um, why not combine being ratchet, twerking, every you know, everything everybody loves and um working out. And so I went ahead and started that. Um, it's been almost a year now and it's literally like a workout. People think you're just in there like having fun, like, hey, um, <laughs> but we literally do like planks and in your plank you're like twerking, you're doing squats, like Within 15 minutes of the hour class, you're like sweating, needing water. So, yeah. So, what was the, when you first started it, what was the initial feedback and how did that initial feedback change from when it first started to now? So, at first, um, like, okay, we go to church, obviously. So, the first lady was like, uh, the first lady was like, uh, Clark Aerobics. Like, <laughs> right. what, what y'all doing? <laughs> and, um, so it was mixed emotions. Everybody was, you know, interested, but it was like, okay, is this just like, you know, throwing it in the circle and that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, but once we did the initial video, everybody's like, oh, wow, this is like a real workout. This is not like I'm at the club. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we've had like up to 50 people per class um, every Monday. And that's so do you have a, like older... <laughs> We do. So we did <laughs> one. The ER um, over there. I know. Right. Grandma and I waver, like, listen. Right. Twerking. Right. But um, we had a throwback um, themed twerk aerobics class. And we had, like, older women. The, the women that normally come brought their moms. So these okay. are, like, 50, 60-year-old yeah. women. Um, and they were getting it. So, yeah. Hey, my mama wasn't there, was she? <laughs> <laughs> oh God! <laughs> that video. That's funny. All right, so like, what were some of the challenges? Like, I know 
of a whole bunch of challenges you had to go through to get where you're at now? Um, the main challenge is I'm not from Tulsa. I'm from North Carolina. So coming here, I was a new face. I went to ORU for four years, um, and I worked at a dance company um, through school. Um, but no one, like, in the community, especially the black community, knew me. So not only was I a new face, but I was also young. So um, I'll be 26 in February. So I started three years ago. Um, I was 23, and, you know, most of the parents are, like, double my age, and they're like, what can you do for me? How can you do mm -hmm. uh, something? Or are you going to be professional? Do you know what you're doing? Um, and I didn't, honestly. Um, I literally have been figuring it out. I YouTube, Google, um, and I've just been figuring it out. So that was my biggest struggle, just gaining the trust of the community. Um, and, I mean, ever since then, word of mouth, especially in Tulsa, is amazing. So everybody's just been talking to everybody, and here I am. So, so with the other, um, the other, uh, what is it? Other dance style class. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Yeah. So with the other dance styles and classes, um, do you have like a team or, and also, um, like what are some of the challenges working with youth, like with dancing? Is it something that you want people to take seriously or for the kids is just something for fun? Right. Um, First question was sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. Because <laughs> um, you like dance. Anyway, so I said um, with the other dance styles, do you have like a team working with you? Right. Um, yeah. So I started off when I was here, what two years ago? It was only me teaching the classes. Um, now I have a team of four, so including me, it's five. I have four other instructors that work for me. Um, and with me, and so um, we don't have, um, were you asking, like, that term of team, or was it, like, do I have a team of girls, and we go, like, travel? No, 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 yeah, like, uh, like, uh, choreographers, I guess. That would, right, yeah. yep, so I have four in addition to me. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then um, your next question was, do I want them to take it serious? Right, yeah. Um, I definitely want them to take it serious. I was a performing arts teacher at a school, and at a school, um, doesn't matter if you like dance or not, mm -hmm. that's a part of the curriculum, so you're right. going to take dance. But with the dance company, and of course, the students that I have have obviously expressed interest to their parents that they wanted to dance. So um, typically, they take it serious anyway, because number one, the parents like, I'm paying, you right, better exactly. get this together, <laughs> yeah. don't play. Um, and they love it. So um, my motto is, or my mission is to promote um, dance education while arousing self-assurance um, and confidence. And um, my slogan is, we defy the world's idea of what a ballerina should look like. So mm -hmm. your hair doesn't have to be slicked back. You don't have to be skinny. You don't have to have long legs. Um, you know, rock your afro, rock your braids, whatever you're going to do, rock your hips, you know, and it's okay. It's who you are. It's all about your um, your skill, not about what you look like. Mm -hmm. What's crazy is I've always wanted to do like ballet or contemporary <laughs> dancing, mm -hmm. but I I always thought that oh like you got to be like super skinny yeah. and tall and yep. so I was just sort of like I did it in third grade, but that was about it. After that, I started growing into you know me, right. and then I just yeah. gave up on it. But but a lot of girls, especially now, they're starting to come out with like brown ballerinas in books mm -hmm. and stuff. But before it was just like. White girl, mm -hmm. fun, right, you know, yes. skinny. And that's what you thought that you had to look like. Um, 
So it's just that exposure. So my logo, I don't know if y'all see my logo, but my logo is um, a brown girl with different shades of brown, light skin, dark skin, um, and then an Afro puff. And mm-hmm. so, and with her ball- ballerina outfit um, and her point shoes. So I just want them to be able to see me and see my logo and say, if, if she can do it, I can do it too. Right. All right. In what ways, like, has, you know, like teaching people dance and like connecting with, you know, your students, like how has it shaped you to be like a better person? Um, I think, let me see. Always knowing that I have little ones looking up to me. Um, so I know when I got pregnant with baby girl, my legacy, um, that I, I knew, okay, I have almost 40 dancers looking up to me and like, this is how I can be when I grow up. And now she's pregnant. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was one of the, I mean, that weighed heavy on me because it's like, I know they're watching my every move and I have to be that, that example for them. So, um, just always knowing I need to live my life in excellence or with excellence because they're always watching me. Great. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any favorite dancers? Yes. Um, so Aaliyah, Janelle, have you all heard of girls? Yes. Have you all? Yeah. So <laughs> my girl. Um, so she became, or she went viral on her dance, When We by Tank. Um, and oh, she's yeah. like, she's like a grown and sexy type of dancer. Mm-hmm. Um, so right now I'm feeling, I'm vibing her. She's dope. Yeah, mm-hmm. she is. She can dance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a look hard too, though. Yeah, do it's you, not easy. Sorry. Do you have any like life, not life, <laughs> do you have any like long-term goals like with your dance? Um, I'm working on my goals. Um, I hope to have different company or my same company in different cities. Um, just to, you know, always have that, um, idol for them to be able to look up to like, Oh, I go to a black dance company with a entire, um, black dance team. All my instructors look like how I look. Mm -hmm. Um, and so that's right now my long-term goal, um, just to open up different companies in different cities. Cool. I feel it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, one thing we like to do with all of our guests before we leave is uh, have them drop some words of wisdom. So, what are some words of wisdom that you have for us? Um, once again, with my um, with my motto, we defy the world's idea of what a ballerina should look like. You can take out ballerina and put in whatever you want. So you know, defy the world's idea of what um, a talk show host should look like or be mm-hmm. like. Um, and so oh, yeah. take that take that, and then replace it with whatever you want to be. And who cares about what everybody else looks like or what they say you should um, be like or talk like. Um, you are who you are and you be excellent in what you do. Okay, so like is there any social media where we could like follow you on? Yeah, and Stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So Facebook, Vicky B's Dance Company, Instagram at Vicky B's Dance Co. Um, and then our website www.vickybeesdance.com. Oh, and location and times that you do. Yeah, so we just moved to Greenwood and um, mm-hmm. our first, um, our opening date will be Monday the 3rd. So it's 130 North Greenwood 
um, Suite 240G, I believe. But um, it's on our website and on our Facebook. And uh, phone number is 918-297-6644. Okay. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Thank you for being here. So we're going to go ahead and slide into break. This is Shaga with the Juice Radio Show. <laughs>
Yo, what's up with it, Shaw? This is the Juice Radio Show, and you got Shaw Guy on the ones and twos. What's up with it? And right now, we're going to go ahead and get into our segments. And first, we're going to start off with weather. What's up, you guys? It's Ellie Red. So today is Thursday, the 23rd. It is 50 degrees outside. <laughs> um, the lowest is going to get is 33, and we got 20% chance of rain. Now this rain, Dang. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling the rain because right. I can go to sleep. But it's like messing up the day plans. It made yeah. me not want to go to work. Exactly. And then Friday, which is tomorrow, it's going to be 47 degrees, which is going to be cold, guys. The lowest is going to get is 29 with a 10% rain. The worst weather is rain and wind. It really is. <laughs> it, it hurts. That's it hurts. Sweet, <laughs> it hurts. Mm-hmm. Okay. Saturday, it'll be 52 degrees. Lowest will be 37, 20% of rain. Mm-hmm. Sunday, 56 degrees, lowest is 34, so 20% of rain. And then for our for Monday, when it started, it's going to be 59 degrees, with 40, like the lowest would be 44. And then we have 10% of rain. So basically, guys, we're good, and it's going to be cloudy outside. So if y'all got some outside plans this weekend, bring an umbrella, bring a coat, because um, I'm pretty or- sure y'all ain't trying to get wet, y'all ain't trying to get nothing that. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, okay. So next, we're going to slide into this music business, a lot of music stuff going on. More, I guess you could say, most importantly, we got my dude Lil Wayne. He dropping the album tomorrow called Funeral. And to me, thinking about it, that's kind of significant because, like, not even just rappers, but, like, poets and playwrights and stuff like that, a lot of people foreshadow you could say foreshadowed they death a lot, and it ended up, or in some cases, it ended up happening. So to me, that's kind of crazy. But uh, what y'all think about that? Mm, I mean, I have I've been like, you know, I'm not into music like that, so I basically haven't got like a detail, detail information about it. But like, for the, his title to be funeral, yeah, that's he's he's learning us to know something he's going he's probably going through some things and in this album he's gonna let out it's gonna tell us like yeah. what he's going through mm-hmm. and I think so it's too. probably yeah. probably like the end of his career we're not we don't know yet but mm-hmm. he's been he's been gone for so long so right 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 uh i just want to say a fun fact about the album cover if you flip it upside down it's a like little wayne oh yeah uh, i see that yeah <laughs> i think me personally, I I really wasn't I haven't really been a fan of Lil Wayne from when he first came into the music, but as of now, I can say he's he's one of my he I say he's one of my top twenty artists that I listen to. I feel so it. I might be up later tonight listening to it and you know see see how it is, and yeah I, I think it's gonna be I think it'll be a good album that he put out this you know to start off twenty twenty. Yeah, yeah, bro. I feel the same way. Like, uh, growing up, I wasn't in the Lil Wayne, but like, I got older, I learned to appreciate like different subject matter and hip hop and stuff like that. And I was like, hold on, Lil Wayne actually pretty cold. Yeah, and he got a lot of dope projects and all that stuff. You can see his influence on the game, everything. Yeah, so it's something I'm excited about. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I like Lil Wayne, but I don't really listen to him that much. Like, I know um, How to Love. Do you know that song? Mm-hmm. I love that song. But, like, I don't know. The title sounds... Oh, the title sounds like... 
it's creepy, but it sounds interesting. So <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, I'm, gonna to, I'm gonna have to listen to it. I'm gonna have to listen to it. We'll stay up a little late to listen to it. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. have to listen to it to see because I listen to him. But I'm not a big fan of him. Like right. I'm, I, like, yeah. I have to be in a mood to listen to him. Like I have to sit there and listen. Like, all right, I'm gonna listen to him right now. Mm-hmm. If not, I'm like, okay, what's the next song coming on? Because <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like, so, I don't know. To me, it sounds like he's just. To me, it sounds like he's screaming in the mic, telling mm-hmm. us a life story, screaming in the mic. Kind mm-hmm. of it depends on what song. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I feel you though. Mm-hmm. But uh, next segment, we're going to slide into that black history. All right. So uh, I'm going to get y'all a little something about a little girl named Sarah Rector. Uh, she's an 11-year-old who became the richest black girl in Oklahoma and in America in 1913. So I'm going to read this kind of fast um, just because, you know, it's a little bit long, but not too long. So, Rector and her family were African-American members of the Muscogee Creek Nation who lived in a modest cabin in the predominantly black town of Taft, Oklahoma, which at the time was considered Indian territory. Following the Civil War, Rector's parents, who were formerly enslaved by Creek tribe members, were entitled to land uh, allotments under the Dawes Allotment Act of 1887. As a result, hundreds of black children or Creek freedmen minors were each granted 160 acres of land as Indian Territory integrated with Oklahoma Territory to form the state of Oklahoma in 1907. While lands granted to former slaves were usually rocky and infertile, Rector's elopement from the Creek Indian Nation was located in the middle of the Glenpool oil field and was initially valued at $556.50 strapped for cash. Rector's father leased his daughter's uh, parcel to a major oil company in February 1911 to help him pay the $30 annual property tax. Two years later, Rector's fortune took a major turn when independent oil jeweler B.B. Jones produced a gusher on her land that bought in 2,500 barrels or 105,000 gallons per day. According to Tony Baldwin, uh, and Tony Baldwin is an actor, I mean author, I'm sorry, um, Rector began earning more than $300 a day in 1913. That equates to $7,000 uh, to $8,000 today. She even generated 11567 in October 1913. And she was making that in a day, $7,800 a day. Wow. So, yeah, just a little mm. bit about um, uh, Sarah Rector. Mm. Good stuff, good stuff, good stuff. There's a lot of history you don't know about unless you read it. Mm-hmm. And a lot of money. Okay, so next we're gonna slide into this sports talk. Wayne, what you got for us, man? What's up? All right, this Sunday is Super Bowl 54 with the Kansas City Chiefs and the San Francisco 49ers. That's gonna be a good game. Uh, A fun fact that the volunteers that help uh, help with the Super Bowl get paid $10,000. That's nice. Um, With Working with um, the Super Bowl period, this you know, this helping and stuff like that. Yes, sir. And like every Super Bowl, it's gonna be like a good six hundred twenty people, twenty thousand people. Excuse oh, me. so you said if I go in there and start sweeping the floor, I get paid, huh? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. That's pretty nice. That's pretty nice. And yeah. uh, it costs five point six million dollars to have a thirty second commercial. 
Um, Ashley, yep. Ashley, you know, McLean is going big because Josh Jacob is in the commercial. Oh, yeah, now. the Kia. Yeah. He's in the Kia commercial. You know, they're yep. going kind of crazy. Like, yep. he coming up. I was like, yeah, he coming up. Yep. <laughs> he coming up. Yeah, I know these commercials is about to be lit. Every Super Bowl, yep. these commercials is lit. It gets better every year. I'm just waiting for the halftime. The <laughs> and the Pepsi one. Yeah. My favorite one is with a little boy. He's like, uh, don't put your hand on my Doritos and don't put your hands on my mama. <laughs> The Doritos commercial is always funny, especially the one with the little boy making his own time machine. Like, yep. he put the whole bag of Doritos in there. The old man came out, get off my board, okay? <laughs> open, up the, open up the box because it's the whole old man. Like, <laughs> like Jimmy, you got old. Time <laughs> <laughs> machine really worked it, huh? Nah, he just sold your Doritos. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and another fun fact of the Super Bowl that the highest price of a Super Bowl ticket ever is twenty eight thousand dollars. What do you think about that? That's a lot of money just for. Uh, if I'm if I'm if I'm paying that much money, I, I better be. see I better see a football player. I better I better see something. I better get hit by a football. I got this. I got. Get nah, signed. I, I get be. autographed. Something. Nah, I'm paying that much money. <laughs> yeah, that's too if much I gotta money. walk, if I gotta pay that much money, I'm getting in the middle of the floor. Y'all gotta do something. I gotta be on the field, like yeah. right there with them. I gotta get every just sit gotta next, every sit next to them on the bench. Like, yo, what's up, man? Just for that much. Be part of the commercial. <laughs> I would never spend that much to see somebody. <laughs> I just, I, I'll say that money and sit at home and watch it. Yeah. Yeah. I could pay, I could pay ten dollars just for my food to watch the game then pay that much money to go I'm looking like I can do this from home. I swear. And be comfortable with it. You better off going to the uh NBA All Star game for cheaper than that ticket. Yeah. <laughs> and it's it's and it's not just one day with the All Star. It's a whole weekend for that price. Yeah. So you get more for that. I was just thinking that like that much for a Super Bowl ticket, how much would it be for a finals? Like Whoa. <laughs> more. Oh yeah, guys. Like a reminder. It's a reminder. Like Saturday, the VOK is like having a tournament. Like a high school tournament. Basketball. Yes, a basketball tournament. So like we like McLean, we just try to put it out there like we want everybody to come because this it's not a, it's like so everybody's not a big thing, but it's like a whole high school. It's gonna be high schools all over Tulsa tournament, and we just want like people to show support. and support because it's like everything is about football, football, football. We don't like let's get basketball out here, let's get wrestling out here too. Yeah. So make sure y'all come Saturday. It's be okay for the tournament. It don't matter what school y'all go to. That sounds good. That sounds good. What else you got, Wayne? Oh. Uh, as we talked about uh, earlier in the show, uh, Kobe. Kobe. Yeah, Kobe has passed. What about? Um, honestly, I didn't know. Like the whole reason why they was in the was it a plane or a helicopter? Because people say it's a helicopter. People say it's a plane. But the whole reason why they was going was because he was gonna coach a camp. And his daughter and her teammates was gonna play yep. with the other kids, mm-hmm. and it was kind of sad because they like they made a statement saying that Kobe told one of the kids. Uh, they asked him they like have a picture, and he was like, "Don't worry, 
tomorrow we could take pictures together. And yeah. he basically never made it to take that picture. That's and I'm sad. pretty sure that cow, that child was like sad and hurt. Like he finds me a picture and I didn't have a chance to take it with him. Yeah. yeah. And it was to me what's crazy is that uh there have been prediction of him like crashing the helicopter and so like it's been cartoon. somebody like it, some it was a cartoon. It was somebody made a cartoon about it and then exactly. it, it, was it wasn't like, the Simpsons, it was like no, it was just online. Yeah. And yeah. so it was like from like twenty twelve or something like that and then somebody posted on like Twitter or something like that that same year saying that, Oh, you know, Kobe's gonna die in the you know, helicopter crash. And so he actually after gave seeing that it's just crazy. I didn't know that. He actually gave us a reason why he do a helicopter. It was a sad. Yeah, they said it was a sad reason he gave us that why he do helicopter. Why he did the helicopter? Yeah. yeah. What I uh, heard that uh, L.A. traffic is, you know, it's a lot of mm-hmm. traffic. So in order to get to the arena real fast, you know, like where he stay and stuff, he would now take the helicopter to the. Yeah. yeah. But they also said um, his wife and her made a deal that they would never fly a helicopter together. together. So like if one crash and if one somebody don't make it, at least one of our kids still have a parent to take care of. Yeah. Mm. I heard another um crazy theory. Like they had said his wife, um, I think her name is Vanessa, mm-hmm. and they said that she had planned like the crash or something for his money. I'm like, why that's, would she do that? Like her kid was on baby walking into the world. Why would she, you know, make a thing like that that's like it's basically it's just basically all the internet because now they're like i had got a whole bunch of notifications vanessa just made her first statement the family just made their first thing it's like let these people have their peace and let them you know move on with their lives like they they have a life too why we gotta watch their every move right if vanessa right. made a post talking about how she feel about how how she lost her husband and her daughter that's her. Not everybody else did this. It's like y'all watching her every move, and Kobe every move. Like, yeah. come on. People are mean. Yeah. But uh, I remember um, I follow this one dude on Instagram. He got like a lot of connections in a lot of places, and uh, he said he's uh in coordination with some of the pilots that were talking to Kobe's pilot, and they were saying that like uh he there were. The conditions that they were flying in, there was like a lot of fog and stuff like that, which uh-huh. could have been hazardous. And uh, but <clears throat> apparently Kobe or somebody connected to Kobe had paid the pilot in order to fly through those conditions. So yeah. it's like that could have played a part. It was actually a document saying that his pilot had special permissions. To do it, I'm looking like who is she? And then they were saying that like when they was flying, like you could see the smoke. And my mm-hmm. brother was telling me if you're a pilot and you like see the smoke coming from the engine or whatever, you know something's yeah. not right. Land it now, like forget, forget like where the destination is. Just land it, cause everybody knows once it's smoke, it's not gonna end well. Yeah. And then it's called on like you know how people have that do- those door cameras and doorbell things that always like it's technology nowadays. It actually caught on camera of the crash. Yeah, yeah. I saw it. It's all over the internet. Yeah. The helicopter it's, going down and stuff. It's, it's oh, from, but it's not safe. from a re- it's yeah, not from it, a regular camera. It's like you know the houses got those cameras mm-hmm. that record if somebody make a movement on the porch. It's mm-hmm. like it's a house sitting in the back where you could just see it crashing. 
Mm-hmm. So like from the sky or something. Yeah. yeah. I heard that was, or unless I, or unless I'm thinking of a different a, video. There's, I know that there is one video going out there that's fake, and so everybody's like, everybody's claiming that it's a uh, what actually happened. But if you look at it, like where the where the helicopter actually landed is totally different from where, uh, the video shows it. Right. So like one of them, the video shows it like in the desert or something, and where he landed, it was like, you know, it was, it was like like grass, you could actually, it was more grass than, than dirt, and so, no, I just want to let y'all know, be careful about, you know, you can't trust everything you see on the internet, you know, Mm -hmm. some, some things is fake, and so, because it was one where it showed him crashing on the street, I'm like, like, no, that's not real. No, that's not right, guys. That's not quite right. But it's it's, <laughs> it's real how people like make cartoons or stuff like that because that's not it's not funny stuff like that. People ain't got no empathy. Mm-hmm. Some people we make jokes out of everything, literally. It's so dumb. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because my brother has shown me one where it says like you know the uh, Grand Reaper, mm-hmm. and it got like the helicopter upside down, and they got the Grand Reaper saying Kobe. Like I was like that at that point that's not even funny. Yeah. This man just lost his life, and y'all making jokes about it. Yeah. So, is that all you got with uh, sports? Oh, uh, I got one more thing. Okay. Kobe was an 18-time All-Star. He was a four-All-Star game MVP. He was an 11-All-Star first team, um, two-time second team, two-time third team, nine-time All-Defensive first team. He was a three-time All-Defensive second team. He was a two-time scoring champion, NBA dunk contest champion in 97. He was an all-NBA all-second team rookie in 97. He wore eight and 24. That was to retire by the L.A. Lakers. And he was the first team parade All-American in 1996. And all his points, like in all 20 years, he scored 33,643 points. In a whole career, he averaged 25 points. And rebounds, he had 7,047 rebounds and averaged 5.2 rebounds in his whole career. And see, assists, he had, he had 6,306 assists and averaged 4.7 assists in his whole career. Oh, um, so he, in 20 years, up and down, running up and down. The, did y'all see that? Just no, no. I don't know if it's real or not, but they're making shoes for him now. Oh yeah, yeah. I heard that the price is going up. They uh Nike just took down all his product online, like on their store, because everybody was buying them and then reselling them for way more than what it should have been. Yeah. And um, what's crazy to me about his stats and whatnot, the night before that, like literally not even 24 hours before, but uh, that that night before LeBron had just passed him in points, and so. He bumped him down to four, and LeBron came into three, the top three of scoring. And so then, like after that, you know, all that went, all that happened, and so it was just crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So just to kind of a, a little, it's not on topic, but on uh, last couple Thursdays ago, we talked about that virus in China. So there are two, uh, according to Fox news but there are two people in Oklahoma who are thought to have the virus so it's pretty scary you know because obviously it's very dangerous and deadly 
Mm-hmm. And now it has it's been to China and it has kind of like you know seeped its way into Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. So y'all be careful out there.
Because if y'all, if y'all, if y'all did it in a plane, that virus is now airborne. I'm pretty sure they they put them in like either a secluded helicopter, like you know, <laughs> like they was like, okay, we're gonna send them in a plane, but it's just gonna be these two people in this wait, plane. Wait, wait, wait. They got it closed off. He got yeah. a, he got a door, and so they they put a door, then they put a curtain over that, and then they said, you know, you got this whole plane to yourself. Got this whole plane. Or another yeah. possible way is a bus, not a bus, but like a van. Yeah. So, you know, you got a, you know, you just like got already. Like a ambulance, you know, how yeah. it's like, you know, it's just got that back part and then they got a window, you know, just cover mm-hmm. up the window and then, you know. So it says that there are there are five confirmed cases in the U.S. And as of Monday, there have been 110 suspected cases, oh two gosh. of which are in the Sooner area. Right. As far as the oh risk factors for Oklahomans, it is a low risk for any single individual currently in Oklahoma. And we don't have, we don't want Oklahoma to be fearful, but we are taking it seriously. Wait, wait, health. wait, wait. Okay, okay, okay. Nah, because like. I don't know. <laughs> so it says they have separate bathrooms and living areas, limited to contact with others in the home. As far as their condition, officials could have could only tell us they did not need hospitalization, but that's pretty much it. Um, that's that's. Oh, really I mean, that. I don't think there's any limit. Just, just uh, don't cuss. I mean, to be honest, I think, you know, with this virus, it might be government made, you know, they, uh-huh. they could have, because, I mean, I'm pretty sure, like, within the past, within the past, like, you know, year, not year, but like in 2019, I'm pretty sure that, you know, we've probably bombed them or something in their area. Oh, yeah. And so, you know, I'm saying, like, with that bomb, with that, when that bomb exploded, they like, you know. Okay, yeah, we're gonna test out this virus and see how we do in China. Right. Yeah. Oh, so they can, uh, they're trying to they trying to test stuff out. And so let the man talk. Okay, but what but think but think but think about this. Okay, y'all know how we got this virus going on, right? Yeah. Oh, 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 okay. So y'all know how we got this virus going on? I've been getting notifications talking about how this impeachment is still in progress. So mm. is this virus a distraction? Hold on, I think. It could be because like, population control. honestly. <laughs> or is it a distraction mm. for this war that's going on that we don't know about? It's, a, it's like a under, it's like a low key but even war that's going on. I have to thought about that. So you telling me that everybody's taking this news and like, you know what? We just gonna throw this impeachment under the rug for right now. We just gonna throw. But that it happened though. Like with the okay, for example, the sandwich that happened in Popeye's that during that time there was this fires in Amazon and that's a huge thing. Like exactly. that's a huge thing that has to deal with our environment. And it's always it's, I don't know. So like, and people the, pretty oh, much no. left that under the rug <laughs> and wanted to go get this stupid sandwich. To be honest with y'all, to be completely honest with y'all, I still want to get this sandwich. To be completely honest with y'all, yo, to be completely, completely honest, I feel like people just blowing it out of proportion. To be honest, because I feel like as long as like just. Just wash your hands. To be honest, just wash your hands. It's just simple like but that. But it's not though. But it's not yeah, that simple. It, it is that simple. Hold on. I'm gonna explain it to you. But anyway, oh, but yeah. Anyway, <laughs> this is the Juice Radio Show. We about to go ahead and slide up out of here. This is Shaga on the ones and twos, and I got more music for you. And we are out. Peace out.
19. It's wherever you want to go.